2: Hello and welcome back. I am here with my good friend, Tracy, and our Discordian hooligans. (laughs) An
0: accurate, accurate way to describe them. Yes, yes. And I am here with my darling friend, Amber.
2: (laughs) And this is the Road to Tarvalin, a Wheel of Time podcast. And today we are going through the tweets of a one Mr. Rafe Judkins... And I'm excited because I haven't got to read all of these yet. Yeah. And I don't think Tracy's seen any of them, right? Nope. I sure haven't. I've been, like, debating whether or not
0: I should look at it or if I should just keep it, like, a surprise.
2: Well, it's kind of a surprise for me, too, so.
0: Well, right! Extra fun.
2: It'll be be surprising for all of us. All the way around. Dad Swain says, can we be hooligan?" That's <laughs> is that the plural <laughs> of hooligan. Hula, <guy? laughs> hula guy. Or hula gee. The hooligee
0: of mm. the the chat today. Snakes and foxes is okay with it. I mean if they agree on something, then I feel like it's a must. Yeah. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah if snake if snakes and foxes says he's cool, then that's my vote. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like when we pass something by Aiden to make sure it meets like the cool factor. If it's cool with Aiden, <laughs> thumbs up.
2: So, should we start mm-hmm. with these tweets? Yes.
0: Yeah, I'm excited because I want to know what they have planned versus what we have kind of like speculated about.
2: He says we are back for season three, which means season three is greenlit. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> yay i mean i didn't think that they
0: wouldn't but it's so 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 good to have things like totally confirmed so joyous
2: yeah Mm -hmm. there was that rumor a while back ago but you know it wasn't confirmed Mm -hmm. so the first the first i think like majorly interesting one that isn't just like jokes is Rodel Itiralda e. said which books will be made into season two and he says pieces of one two and three wow no new spring he didn't say new spring hmm. boo, boo. No. <laughs>
0: boycotting the series fail yeah <laughs>
2: no but that could be something that you would want to leave for like a little surprise right
0: yeah and I don't think that they really mentioned anything about like new spring moments in um season one but there are like touches of new spring throughout it so maybe maybe they're just doing new spring a dis- a disservice again you know <laughs>
2: That poor book. Or since all the Moraine and Swan stuff was such a hit, maybe they're keeping it a secret. Mm. And we get an awesome new spring cold open, perhaps. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So one, two, and three.
2: Hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. So do you want to guess, like, you want to speculate maybe on... What parts of 2 and 3? Because we watched the little teaser. Yeah. So.
0: I'm more curious what they're going to bring in
2: from book 1. I would guess it has something to do with Maureen and Lan because they don't really have much to do in book 2. So maybe... I don't know, we could have, <laughs> mm. maybe they have Moraine stepping over the big wall in mm. Bear Lawn or wherever that was. <laughs> oh, that would be so green, fun. green That would be so fun. Or, you know, like her kind of mm-hmm. getting tough with some white cloaks. And I'm trying to think if there's anything like really important from book one that would be fun to see.
0: Well, okay, so Elias is book one, right? Yes, yes, yes. So he's coming into season two, so that would be one of the book one things. Elaine is is book one, and she's not being brought in. Elida. yeah. Like, now that I'm kind of thinking about, like, characters that are coming in, Varen. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, Yeah, because I'm really curious, like, we've we've talked about it, what they're going to do with Faldara. Like, where Faldara ended and how the fuck they're going to pull that out. And I'm just trying to think of, like, a way from book one that they can use to wrap up and pull season one into season two without it being, like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah. I just, I wonder, okay, so who was... Uno was killed, or not killed, Uno was stabbed by mm-hmm. Shadar Logoth Dagger. Loyal was stabbed. hmm Was there anyone else who was injured? I think it was just those two. I mean, everyone else was, like, throat slit, so that- I don't think there's any... Yeah, that can be done for that. From, like, the guards that got killed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to think of, like, who... If there's anything from the Eye of the World that could... Yeah. ...potentially... Okay, so we do have... No, that's in The Great Hunt. I was just thinking about Swan's entourage that shows up in Foldara. I'm Like, maybe they'll show up and heal some people. Like, it mm. doesn't have to be Swan, but it could be... Like a swoop in a of group Icedai. of Icedai. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm.
0: you know what? That would make sense for some of the the images that we saw in the behind-the-scenes trailers where it looked like there were Aes lined up, and we were like, where are they? Why are they there? So maybe they're still going to pull in that Aes Sedai visit to Faldara somehow?
2: They could, because I don't see how anyone else would be able... I don't know how they would heal them. Mm -hmm. There has to be Aes Sedai, or somehow Nynaeve does a mass healing again, but I think that's kind of too much of a... like do the same old trick again, mm-hmm. you know? Mhm. Yeah. Could have Moraine some some blue sisters that Moraine, I don't know.
0: The more I'm thinking send out about eyes it
2: years for.
0: Yeah, the more that makes sense. You know? Like cuz how else are they going to get them out of there? And Moraine is now stuck with this weird shield against her being able to channel like, who better to be there for her in a moment like that than Swan out of nowhere? I would be down for that. I would love that.
2: But I also don't know if Swan can leave Tarvalin to meet with Moraine after expelling her from the tower. You know what I mean? That would be too risky for Swan. That's true. So I feel like if it was a group, it would be... Oh, like a group of... A group of people... Not including she, that her? That Maureen trusts. Yeah, not including Swan. Like, I don't think that Swan can now, like, step past those boundaries of, like, being ever seen in connection with Maureen because it would just be too risky. Yeah. And put her in jeopardy. But... Mm-hmm. She could possibly have some sneaky thing where she is in cahoots with other sisters in the tower and sends them out to help Moraine. And that could be something she gets caught doing, which mm. leads to her, her stilling. Sp- spoiler alert stilling. <laughs> but- <laughs>
0: Sorry, thanks.
1: I
2: mean, there there has to be some type of situation that brings Swan down. And I don't think, I don't know if it's just like she knew about the Dragon Reborn. Like, I'm sure they could do something like that too, where it comes out that she knew about it. But I feel like if there's any person... You know what? You know what? I think I like that better if she if she was in trouble for helping more rain mm-hmm.
1: versus
2: knowing about the Dragon Reborn. hmm. I think it fits their relationship pretty well.
0: Yeah. Interesting. OK, that I I have no idea if that's a direction you're actually <laughs> going to go, but I like it. I like it. Like it does it does make sense. It does play into like a way to kind of pull things back together in a way that's where it goes from there, I have no idea really, without like further speculation. <laughs> um Yeah. Okay. And then okay, so from from book three, mm-hmm. we've seen Avienda. Are we okay? Mm. (laughs) i can
2: hear your wheels spinning
0: (laughs) i'm like staring at my ceiling like it's gonna give me some sort of answer (laughs) um okay so one of the things that we've been talking about is how it would be really cool if they did falma as like the mid-season big show you know
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then possibly yeah. like tear being the end of the season. But if they do that, then that's like all of book three in a way. And I can see them giving us like a like a clip to an end that leads to a big open with a tear showdown. maybe. Um,
2: but I don't know. What do you think? If they are going. If next season is going straight into the Shadow Rising. Uh huh. Then they really have to. Wrap it up. Yeah, like I feel like you have to either put all the pieces in motion so that mm-hmm. as soon as season three starts, we have the Stone of Tear. Or else you're not gonna, I don't know if you can cram all of that in. Unless, like, you do the the battle, of, like, you do the Stone of Tear, and then mm-hmm. pretty much, like, you get rid of a lot of stuff, and then just take the battle at Emmons Field and, like, make that the main mm-hmm.
0: points, I guess. Like for season three?
2: Mm-hmm. Because I think, I, fe- I mean, if, is it possible that we already have Fael as well, like cast? So like you're setting up that relationship with Perrin already this season. I mean, there was a there was someone cast that was like speculated it could be Faeel. Not saying it's definitely her, but hmm. that would set things up to start the shadow rising in season three.
0: Yeah, and you've got that whole part at the end of. Book three with Perrin and Fael, and Riode and I do kind of want to see that, but I can see leaving it out too. I feel I, oddly enough, I feel as though you could do like the more we're talking about it, the more I'm thinking about plot lines and whatnot. I think you could pull it off with eight, oh god, with eight episodes, but just barely. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, it's um, breakneck. You know, you always want more. Mm-hmm. I do, anyways. Yeah, and I mean, maybe I that maybe that'll be good. Connection.
0: Like maybe. I mean, we we agree in a lot of ways that there are some very like slow moments and whatnot throughout the series, and they all have kind of like their slow ramp up places. But I mean. Oh, that would be a lot to cram into one season.
2: Yeah, and it's hard too because you want to focus on all of the things that make the book good. Like the action yeah. sequences. Ooh, yeah. The political intrigue. Yeah. The emotional well-being of the characters. And with eight episodes, that is very hard. Yeah. I feel like you almost have to like pick one and be like... Okay, like this season's going to be the action season. <laughs> mhm. Mm. Well, and I Goodbye. mean The Shadow Rising is such a
0: big book in the series. Like mm-hmm. It's I can't god. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I have like the the really kind of large ones and it's still like a 900-page book. This is like a season in and of itself.
2: Yeah. But maybe that's the I mean, maybe that's what they were planning on when they started like this is. You know, I'm sure this has all been plotted out.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So they've got an idea how they're going to do it.
1: Yeah,
0: it's exciting to see what they're going to do. I mean, why? We could spend, you know, the next 45 minutes on this one question.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Son of Battles says, blink twice if we see more than one Forsaken. And <gasps> Rafe Ra- 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 Ra did two eye-blinking emojis. Blink, blink. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So Landfear for sure, right?
2: So Landfear for sure. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. And... I would guess the other one would be maybe one in... Okay, two options. They keep one in Nynaeve's testing for the shawl. Okay. Or not for the shawl, testing for... Um, Three. Accepted. Mm-hmm. Or we get a hidden... Forsaken, like one that's a forsaken. We just don't know for sure, and it's in the Shadow Pal party at the <laughs> beginning of the Great Hunt.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like there could be six forsaken in that room, we wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. But he's giving us an I said I answer. So,
0: well, and I th- so we more would than have... one could be. All. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm thinking too. Is like, how fun would it be if we had all of them? Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I am trying to think of places in book two and three where Forsaken show up, and I'm kind of drawing a blank. But I know, like, we've got Landfear for sure. And we have Shamael slash and however many other names that dude has. Um, so that's two minimum. Like they can't. They're not mm-hmm. going to drop Landfair.
2: No, I, I don't think that'll happen.
0: Yeah, I am curious to see how they're going to pull off her interactions with Rand.
2: I. I'm very hopeful. I'm very hopeful that it's, I mean, it can't be, it won't be as goofy in the books, I don't think, as goofy as in the books. Yeah.
0: I'm, that's what I'm hoping I for. I can't take her seriously. I know. It's I just so can't. hard. <laughs> I want, I want her to be more. I, I want to like Lanphier almost like I like Landrin. You know what I mean? Like, I would love that kind of connection Mm -hmm. to her as a character, especially since she's supposed to be, like, one of the most evil beings to, like, have ever walked the earth or whatever. Like, she's one of the Forsaken with a capital F. So I don't want them to be goofy. I want them to be fucking scary. Give me that in the show.
2: I think Shamahil was pretty good.
0: I agree. He was very charming. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, there wasn't, there really wasn't anything that was, like, cheesy.
2: You know? Like, I didn't think so. The only critique I have with Ishamayel is he's a little long-winded in some places. What? (laughs) (laughs) Where I'm like, okay, like... I got it. I got the spiel. I understand. Mm-hmm. We're like back to it again. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay.
0: Maybe that's where they're trying to adhere to a Jordan style. <laughs> 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 many, many words for
2: you. Yeah. I'm just, I, I don't know. Dr- dream sequ- Dream sequences. Mm-hmm. They're hard to do. Mm-hmm. I mean... Let's see here. How much has the making of process changed between seasons, especially with how Ooh. the pandemic affected season one? Ooh, that's it a good It certainly question. affected us in ways both huge and small, but by the end of season two, it has become second nature, mm. that multiple times I poured coffee into my mask and was confused why it didn't go in my mouth. Okay, that's kind of a like, non-answer, but... It's good because he's saying, like, it's becoming second nature that, you know, becoming, I guess, accustomed to all the things that are kept in place now to keep people safe mm-hmm. and with the, with the pandemic. I mean, that's good news, I think. hmm
0: Yeah. I mean, that has to... I mean, we all went through that mask... C- like, contact, groups, the whole thing. Like, we all went through that. But I can't imagine, like, the adjustment it would take when you're on a film set and recording. And it's like, oh, we could stand next to each other and potentially kill each other but just by breathing at each other.
2: Cool. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I can. Like... Yeah? I don't think that... I don't think that the entertainment industry has had it like any harder than like any other industry. You know what I mean? Yeah, like someone who works at a grocery store probably had just shitty of a time. Oh,
0: for sure. Or
2: worse than, you know, someone else. Yeah. But I think like hearing that it's becoming easier Mm -hmm. and that it's second nature now. Like, it doesn't, I don't have that fear of, like, oh, man, are they going to have to switch things up again? And, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah.
0: No, that's a good point.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to, like, I'm not saying that he's, like, oh, so hard for us. And, (laughs) like, it wasn't hard for other people. Mm -hmm. I just, I think the whole world is just. You know, everybody's over it. Everybody was affected.
0: Yeah, <laughs> true, true, absolutely. <laughs> like we, we all went through it. It's one of the wild things about the last two years. It's like everybody's yeah, been like impacted. Every,
2: it reached the whole globe. Yeah. So. Hooray! We found global unity
0: through one thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is that too dark?
2: Let go, us. <laughs> no. Okay. Cool. <laughs> for this podcast nah right awesome (laughs) okay this one's another like i said i answer what is your favorite scene with donald finn and why is it him blowing the horn Rafe judkins hashtag let donald toot is now the rallying cry of a generation what i just i just like that Rafe is the man that says toot instead of blow. (laughs) Like, you know, like at first it was let Barney blow because everyone wanted to see Barney Mm -hmm. blow the horn of Valier. Mm -hmm. And he said, let Donald toot.
0: That changes it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Let Donald toot. Let the hero. Let the let the hunters grunt. Right. The noises. Mm. The
0: sound effects. The fog machine guy. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, he's the, the next real one hero is
2: <laughs> <laughs> unsung hero season two. <laughs> fog machine guy. How far into the books will this season take us? No, the Emmonsfield Five are much more split up. I think he means now the Emmonsfield Five are much more split up than Mm -hmm. the Eye of the World. Chris asking Rafe. Rafe says, we are trying to get a fair amount of what's done in books one through three, large parts still being held for later Mm -hmm. by the end of season two so that season three can be much closer adaptation of The Shadow Rising.
0: Ah! Yes! That makes me very happy. The Shadow Rising is my favorite book. It is my favorite book in the series. You can't see how big I'm smiling right now. My cheeks hurt a little bit.
2: <laughs> I just, I mean... <sighs> I think it's, really, it's a really important book. And mm-hmm. I think that was the first... Well, by the end of that, the, the Battle of Emmonsfield really got me choked up. Yeah. So, big emotional impact there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Lot to cheer for. And we need a good frickin' battle on this show. Oh, my gosh. I mean...
0: Or several. I mean... Yeah? Shadow Rising also has, like, the encounters inside the Waste that happen at, like, various places, and then, like, towards the end, there's that, uh... all the things that happen at the end that I'm not going to say that are spoilers.
2: <laughs> well, I think we're just going to have to make this one a full spoilers episode. Oh, okay. Because there's no way to get around some of it.
0: It's true. I, I'm just I'm thinking about, like, the Aiel fighting each other after Rand like announces himself as the car karn and cool is like no he it's he has me. tattoos I have
1: tattoos.
2: Yeah
0: look at that <laughs> you went to the same guy nice line mark
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that they could definitely I think that's gonna be that has to be a big part, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Like everything that's happening in the aisle waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it'll help if this season, season two, we're already introduced to the Aiel well enough that we don't step into season three and need a ton of exposition, like, who are these people?
0: Mm-hmm. What
2: is their prophecy? Why do they care? Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of exciting.
2: Should I do the next one? Yeah. James, all caps. In comparison to season one, how much queer representation is there going to be?
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Rafe Judkins. It depends on how many great memes you churn out. Thanks, Rafe. (laughs) What? 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 He says, it depends on how many great memes you churn out.
0: I just, I'm, I'm trying to process that. What does that mean? I don't know. Okay, I don't cool. Know. <laughs> I didn't know if like I was just missing out on something because I'm not like super aware to meme culture, but if you're if you're with me being confused, I feel slightly better.
2: <laughs> maybe well, James makes really good memes.
0: Oh, maybe. I really wish he would have done a better answer than that.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's something that you don't have to joke about, you know? Like, give it to a straight. Yeah! But at the same time, like, maybe Rafe doesn't want to offend anyone about, like, you know, like, you know, there's always the Twitter trolls who are going to be like, no, it's it's going to be a super-duper woke fest and mm-hmm. garbage, you know? Maybe he's <laughs> just trying to tread lightly.
0: Okay. I
2: still, I still would have liked a better answer. Uh, Well, I just, yeah, I wanted, I want more of Swan and Maureen's backstory and. Right. I don't know. Like, there's other characters, too, where Mm -hmm. there's opportunities. Yeah. For some good love stories, so.
0: Absolutely.
2: Next one. Mm Mm-hmm. Cat asks. Favorite type of gin, and also, can you drop a hint about something you've been looking forward to us seeing in season two? Ooh.
1: And Kat's
2: profile pick is the most adorable picture of Kate Fleetwood and Leandrin garb, Aww. like, smiling and looking down. And he says, your pick makes me excited about where Leandrin's character goes in season two. We are so, so lucky to have the amazing Kate Fleetwood in the show. And you will love, hate, and love to hate her, Lily. Mm. I mean, I already love Kate Fleetwood for mm-hmm. Leandrin. Like that was the one character that I did not expect to love. Exactly.
0: So. I was excited that she was in the show, and I knew from seeing her in Harlots that she was going to be able to just kill it as Leandrin. But I was not expecting to be like, you are one of my very favorite characters.
2: Ah! I've only ever seen her be like more of a heel, like one of the bad guys in TV mm. shows. I've never seen her as like the kind of like lighter character. She's always mm-hmm. been kind of the bad guy. But oh. I think she brings a lightness to Leandra and that's really fun. If you... If you get a chance, you should watch Harlots. It's very I know. You've been telling me for like two years. Two
0: years. (laughs) 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 The costumes alone. Ah. Yeah. It's like a love fest of 18th century garb. It's so fun. Yeah. Is she a bad guy? Is she
2: one of the bad people? and okay.
0: No, she's actually like, I would say she is one of the morally strong and almost as weird as it seems maternal figures in the show but she's also okay. a prostitute who specializes in um, uh, like BDSM I believe would be what we would like phrase it as like she walks down okay. hallways where she has guys tied up naked and she's just like occasionally smacking them with reeds of Okay. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Yeah.
2: Not to cut you off from this delicious What? <laughs> we're thirty-four minutes in and we are not gotcha. even like a bit of the way through these questions. And I wanna <laughs> Describe season two using only alcoholic beverages, please. Rafe okay. says Spiked calf, which makes me think this will be a very Shanchen Sean-tian. centric season. That was a
0: tongue twister. A Shanchen centric. <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah, I like that.
2: Favorite season two two person scene with only the names of those characters and no more. Good question, Kevin Angus. Mm. Are you ready for this, Tracy? I don't
0: know. I'm, I'm just going to sit here. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. The
2: Queen Reyna. Who? Reyna or Over. However you want to pronounce it. R-E-N-N-A. That's her captor, the Sean Chen. Oh. Like her soul dom, right? Pretty sure.
0: Yes. Okay, yes. Found it. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, okay. So, like, right after they come out of the way gate. <gasps>
1: Sorry.
0: <laughs> now it hits. It just hit you hard. <laughs> yep, okay. So it's Raina, and then who else? Egwene.
2: Egwene. It's his favorite season two, two person scene. Ooh. The Wheel of Time just becomes the Egwene getting tortured TV show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how they portray that for her. Like we don't we don't live in a society that's going to accept tropes that have gotten by in the past. At least I I feel that way. And so to like continuously abuse just one female character throughout this season the way that it's done in the books like how is how is that going to get translated into an on-screen performance and i think that's going to be interesting
2: yeah Mm -hmm. i agree Mm -hmm. i it's hard because you never want to see I think there's a there's a point where it can go too far. Like, you mm-hmm. don't want... This is the same, I guess, mm-hmm. critique I have of A Handmaiden's Tale, like, mm-hmm. where it just gets to a point where it's... I don't want to watch, like, a character I like just be continually emotionally, physically eviscerated. Like, yes. I just... I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard. But I understand. I don't know. There's... There's probably enough levity and other like mm-hmm. types of darkness to the show mm-hmm. where it doesn't need to be like, obviously, I really don't want to see sexual violence.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, that's why even the white cloak scene with Egwene, where they like they're stripping her, mm-hmm. like it made me kind of like recoil a little bit, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I mean, it's nothing like Game of Thrones level, so yeah, I think for... that they're trying to take it in an, a mm-hmm. different direction.
0: Hmm. I mean, thinking about the way that that scene is shot,
2: they are not. Are you talking about the scene with Egwene and the white cloaks?
0: Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, there are definitely ways that they could have done that differently, like that may have been done differently, like even Game of Thrones era differently. Like we would have seen a queen's body in a different way than how it's shot in in that scene. In the you mean like having nudity? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like it wasn't, I don't feel as though it was gratuitous nudity and I don't feel as though they sexualized the scene in a way that they could have had this show been directed by someone else,
2: if that makes sense. True, but I do feel like it is more sexualized than it is in the books.
0: Agreed. Hands down. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. even necessarily need to be there. You know? Like, shove it's in it. It's an interesting
2: choice, but yeah. it makes you, like, immediately very disgusted by the white cloaks like you're making them really bad right off the bat the quickest Mm -hmm. and probably easiest way possible so
0: yeah by like attacking a vulnerable young woman (laughs)
1: yeah with brute strength
2: Yeah. yeah i'm i'm hoping to see more like shades of gray within the white cloaks like i don't want them all to be like dirty weasel boys you know? I
0: think I think they will, especially like especially if the white cloak that we saw, <laughs> the the axe wielding white cloak, um, is Jafar Bornhold. Like mm-hmm. he's a white cloak, but he's like one of the not quite so smarmy white cloaks. <gasps> will Pedrin will be in these?
2: What if? I don't know. Maybe. What if that's how Perrin. Ooh, I've got a theory. New one. What -hmm. if Perrin doesn't have an altercation with the White Cloaks? What if he ends up like in a situation where he's like back to back with the White Cloak and they're both fighting against Sean Chen? And like, Mm. Joffrey Bornhold goes down and was like, you know, take boy, take my axe or something. You know what I mean? Like sacrifices mm-hmm. his axe, and that's what gets Perrin to take up a weapon, like take up the the axe, and mm-hmm. then somehow it gets misconstrued, and mm-hmm. Perrin ends up being you know dark friend numero uno for mm-hmm, <laughs> the mm-hmm. white cloaks but really like they were just vibing back to back like having a battle that, that would be cool to do with because especially
0: then we could ooh, especially if we're gonna... some of
2: the white cloaks
0: yeah yeah because we would so if we're doing like big time deep into shadow rising for season three then we're going to have Perrin back in the Two Rivers battling against white cloaks. And if he's had an opportunity... And if Dane Bornhold
2: is there and he yeah, has from Bornhold's
0: axe... Yeah. Dane's gonna just take that as confirmation that Perrin is the person who killed his father. And Perrin's gonna be like, no, no, dude. Your dad? He, like, saved my life or whatever. And... You're gonna you're gonna give Perrin a reason to be sympathetic towards the White Cloaks, which plays totally into Perrin's character anyway. Yes. Oh, I love this. Why this aren't we fine. writing this show again? <laughs> Mr. Judkins, we shall
2: dethrone you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not here for
2: dethroning anyone. <laughs>
0: Are you sure? <laughs> Queens of speculation.
2: I like. That I'll make better.
0: us. I'll make us crowns. <laughs> <laughs> Let me grab my bedazzler. I don't really have one. I never owned one.
2: Okay, hey, should I move forward? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is fun. <laughs> Do the Sean? This is such a weird question. A weird response. What? Okay, hold on. Yeah, From the nerdy Arab. Do the Shan still use the ball gags on Dimani? Rafe Judkins, I've never seen a ball gag on a Damani. I have no idea what's going on here. Yeah. Um, I mean, neither have I. I think he's talking about the, the Dimani having that thing in their mouth their mouths covered or whatever it was.
0: Like the way it is on, on the ship at the end of season one?
2: Yeah. Hmm. You know, I kind of... I've seen them, I've seen them called ball gags. I've seen them being called <laughs> pacifiers. <laughs> I- I don't know. This is. I think this person the is just salt, trying to be antagonistic. The salt damn run around
0: and are like, don't forget her pacifier. She gets so cranky without it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, okay, I'm moving on from this. Film. This is just not even. <laughs> I don't even want to touch it. This like, is ridiculous. Next.
0: Okay, continue. <laughs>
2: From Jared McNeil, can you tell us how much you will be expanding on The Forsaken in this season? Rafe says, it is a big point of difference from the books in season two. We will spend more time with any Forsaken who's in the show, more how the later books treat The Forsaken than necessarily books two or three did. Like Cool.
0: That. Yeah, I'm down for that. I really feel like The Forsaken are underused. In the books, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I would, I, I want them to be like. <clears throat> it's just scary. Just make them scary. They can do so much cool shit. They know how to combine science and magic.
2: That's one of the big things that I want to see. Like, I want a very strong showing <laughs> of how much more powerful they are.
0: Hmm. I want stasis kind boxes. Of like the...
2: Yeah, and then the books are kind of like Larry Curly Moe. <laughs> like... yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, glancing at you over my goblet of wine. Maybe I'm thinking about what I'm going to do to you. Maybe I'm not. <sighs> but I do want to see, like, the straith gowns, the... Um what are the wall panels that they have that are like basically something like big TVs. Like I just want mm-hmm. them to have like the uncovering of a stasis box. That would be so fun. Ooh, a yeah, decorating that episode. Good. That's what it is. That's how the, <laughs> that's how the can come into play. They all find stasis boxes. They have a challenge who can make their, their place look more like the age of legends. Was like an HG Bieber. Exactly. One of those exactly. Like Moment Garden channel. <laughs> okay. Momentary interruption, friends. Since we are not good at remembering to promote ourselves during the show, here's how you
2: can keep the road to Tarvalen growing. First off, rate and review us wherever you listen to the road to Tarvalin. This helps new listeners find the podcast. Listener
0: support is available through Anchor. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month with amounts leading up to a generous 9.99 a month.
2: Also, we have a new merch shop. Cozy Contorta was inspired by the books and characters we love, and it's not just Wheel of Time focused. Go check it out at Cozy Contorta on Instagram or find the link on our website via social media. Income means better equipment
0: more content and more opportunities to be able to grow our amazing community. We love you all and feel endlessly grateful to each of our listeners for joining us week after week on the road to Tarvalon. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the episode.
2: Nadia Atsli asks, when will Rand's luscious curly locks return? Yeah. Wanting to know about his curls. And Rafe says, ask, yosha stradowski he should be growing them now okay okay anything to speculate there should we move to the next i mean
0: it's his hair so i'm uh, i'm totally okay with just going forward from here <laughs> okay <laughs> good luck growing Jeremy it back Ness. buddy i mean that's all i got
2: What new character actor are you most excited to introduce us to? And he Mm -hmm. says there are so many, Avienda, Elaine, others that have both been announced and not announced. And of course, Mm. Bale Doman. I'm excited for Bale.
0: I am too. I think he's going to be so fun. Like he's just. He's I, a
2: good, he's a good kind of outsider, you know, like yes. to all the eyes dying and the warders and the, our poor tortured Emmons fielders. Like, right. Bale is just there to be Bale. He's got his own morals, his own structure, his own code. Yeah. He's kind of like Tom in that sense. Like you get Ooh, a, you're yeah. not quite sure what you're going to get from him. Mm hmm yeah
0: and i mean the things that he does like they are <laughs> he doesn't even know like he doesn't even know he's like helping this group that's been split up at different times he's been like this key person that is like there to offer a like
2: <laughs> yeah and he's just like you know like i just want to sail around with my cool things that I found on my travels right? and, like, not even knowing that Dark Friends and Shadowspawn <laughs> are, like, after him the entire time. Oh, by which the way. I think would just... I, I still stand by there being a Bale Dome and cold open with whether it be mm. one of the Shan Chen boarding him or him kind of, like, having this mysterious person trying to have him murdered. Mm -hmm. In the beginning of The Great Hunt. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, possibly the, um... Him being chased by Trollocs out of Faldara. Is that where he was, like, coming south from? Um... Like, it's it's in book one. And when he picks up Matt and Rand... That first time. And they have Trollocs yeah, chasing after get... them. And Bale thinks that he's chasing after him. So it might be kind of interesting to start out with something like that. But I like your idea of the him being uh, sought after in Tear. He's in Tear at that time, right? He's not an alien? Um, when...
2: I think you're right. I think you're right.
0: Yeah. And
2: he's supposed to drop off this letter and Kyrian.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it tells them to, like, like the letter
2: is like, <laughs> the letter is like, whoever gives you this, imprison them and take everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or I'll yeah. give you everything that's left over besides what belongs to me. Yeah. Such a fun kind of like mysterious. Like wait, what's going on now? Like more intrigue. I think this mm-hmm. is kind of like a is a good whodunit. Mm-hmm. Better than better than <laughs> Who's the Dragon Reborn? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you haven't read the books, I guess Who's the Dragon Reborn is much more of a mystery. <laughs> That's true,
0: but I love that there are other things like that that are dotted throughout it because. That's what helps to, like, pull you into the series is that there's so many lines that start pulling together, pulling apart. And, like, it's like they're weaving a pattern or something. It's like the opening. Mm -hmm. Weird. I love it. Okay. That's fun. Okay, yes, I want it to be that.
2: What series asks... Can you tell us what role Zelia Mendez Jones will be playing? Please, (gasps) smiley face. Rafe says, Zelia is playing the role of knocking their scenes out of the fucking park every time they step on set. (laughs) (sighs) So he didn't tell us who. (laughs) Phil Thomas wants to know how many episodes will season 2 be and if only eight again will they be longer? Mm. Rave says they are longer than mm-hmm. the first season, but yes, uh-huh. still only eight. Okay.
0: I'm glad to hear longer at least.
2: At least. Hi Lord Tatara. Hello. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Vax populi ass. Maybe you can open with an explanation of why you had the entire Sean Chen ever, victor- ever victorious navy mm-hmm. unleash everything they had on a poor little girl on the beach, or how you <laughs> had the forces of Faldara charging the back of their own defense fortification. Rafe says that girl had it coming, so did the entire coastline and all its cities. <laughs> This Justin, Rafe Judkins hates children. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I think... Um, this, is, this is a good, interesting answer, though, because... Now we're learning that the whole entire coastline and all of its cities are wiped out, which...
0: <laughs> and that rafe was something doesn't that we had give previously a previously
2: speculated <laughs>
0: what? I said in that rafe doesn't give a fuck. He's just like, mm-hmm, <laughs> bye-bye. Get them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Anything to
2: add on that or I don't think so. No. Do you think that we're going to actually see the destruction of the coast and its cities? I think we will potentially see the
0: remnants of what's left behind, kind of like how we see it when, like everybody's traveling up the coastline to get to Falma. Like both the the white cloaks and uh, is it Rand and Matt and Varen and the Shinarans, like they see the destruction brought by the Shanchen as well. So I mean in the book, the Shanchen round up people to just like blast to smithereens in the middle of the town green. So maybe True. this destruction of the coastline is a little less inhumane in a way question
2: mark (laughs) yeah and you know what i think it's smart Mm. because i think this is a really smart thing for the tv show to do Mm -hmm. because then we don't have to spend time Mm. during season two and having episodes of the shan chen making their way through all of these cities and showing like battles now we can just be like the have i mean we could have some wide swooping shot of like Over going over a city or whatever and it looks like you know how a city looks like after a tsunami hits just like Mm -hmm. littered with everything from the water pushing everything forth and like pulling it back again Mm -hmm. and I think that's smart it's quick it's effective Mm -hmm.
0: yeah very and then you just establish them as like the big baddies willing to do pretty much anything to dominate what they're about to walk into and capable of doing it so easily Like, they didn't even have to step off their ships before they're, like, destroying the land they're conquering. So And Mm cowing the people that are there, you know, so that when you have, like, those various groups coming into these destroyed villages, the villagers are definitely like, you know, we don't – we just want to reclaim what we have, live our lives, swear the oath, and hope for the best. You know, like, they're willing to just – do what it takes so yeah. that is that's smart that's smart i agree with you hundred percent yeah okay interesting oh, i one? like this this is exciting amber sorry <laughs> i have so much hope for season
2: two now okay <laughs> let's see this one is from lisa pretty sure i saw uno in the behind the scenes interested on how that is possible after last season. He says he's breathing, watch close. <laughs> so, I think I think Lisa wants to know how Uno is alive, not whether or not he's alive, but Yeah. I don't want to assume. I mean,
0: well, I think it's I think it's safe to say that It is Uno in the behind the scenes footage. I mean, we looked at it pretty damn closely yesterday, and I don't really have a doubt that that's who that is. I really, really love the idea of like an entourage of Aes Sedai coming through, like just in the nick of time, you know, and like Mm -hmm. swooping in and healing. And then that's how you get the arrival of Varen. Maybe Alana's there. Mm -hmm you know mm-hmm. maybe Anaya yeah. Anaya would be fun. like we yeah. could start oh, talking about a queen yeah we could start talking about a queen streaming if you brought in Anaya mhm yes
2: and then we could have the girls taken to the tower <gasps> did we just write the the show are we writing the
0: show now i think- Is that- <laughs>
2: That's
0: so good. It makes the most sense. It makes the most sense. Liandrin would definitely be with them and probably a too. Um,
2: Let's see. The next one is... This is just a meme. I'm going to skip it. Okay. What is the journey like for Moraine and Lan in season two with their Bond still masked? He says... Rafe says another big departure point for mm. us is that the books is making a much is making much more story for Maureen and Lan. We aren't sitting these two amaz- amazing actors on the bench for season two yes. so we're going to see what's in the book for them to do expand it in a huge way. That's all I can say
0: that's that's more of an answer than
2: some of the other things. I like that mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that he's already answered this previously, like at the end of season one, like Lan and Moraine are probably the top build actors for oh, the for show. Sure. Yeah. There's no way you can get I don't think these two actors without giving them screen their dues, time. Like each season. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. I love Lan and Maureen in the books. I would love... I mean, we don't even get a point of view from Lan until close to the end of the series. I mean, outside of New Spring, Correct. anyway. Like, right. and that's just tragic. Land scenes in New Spring are some of the best written scenes. We don't need to, like, go into how much we drool over some of the scenes in New Spring that are land based but they are so good, I would love to Mm -hmm. see more of that in the show. And I'm, you know, I'm a really subtle Daniel Honey fan. I I don't really ever talk about how beautiful I think he is. Um, So, yeah. I will not be sad to see him on screen far more often. It's going to be so fun. And I do think he has really good chemistry with Rosamund Pike. I love her acting, too. Like, I went on a binge of watching things that she's in, and she's just amazing. I finally watched I Care a lot and laughed my ass off. She's so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. That's exciting. Oh, I wonder what they're going to do. Okay. Maggie asks, since most of the main characters split up geographically at the beginning of The Great Hunt, will the next seasons keep them on a parallel timeline for Convergence Mm. at Falma? In which case, the Portal Stones left a gap of four months for Rand's group. Easier to do on page or on film. Ooh, says. question. Yeah, good way to go, Maggie. Yeah, that's a good good job. Mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, Rafe says, time gaps are very difficult moving to a medium of television with the stories intercutting. But we do try to do as much as we can to avoid one-hour cross-continent dragon flights. Fair. Um, Maybe that's, like, hinting that we will have portal stones. I know Dad Swain, I thought the same thing. He says, ooh, snap, Rafe, oh well. (laughs) Like, a little bit of shade at Game of Thrones. But actually, that's not even true, because Game of Thrones totally did like fast travel all like season seven and eight it was like we're here now we're here there was never a one-hour dragon flight it was like we have dragons now so it's <laughs> here's like five seconds of danny's hair blowing in the wind and <laughs> cup scene
0: <laughs> good point i like that
2: but i'm here for i'm here for game of thrones digs so. I <laughs> approve
0: I yeah just, okay same.
2: so th- maybe this maybe this does lend maybe a hint that there will be portal stones or much more waygate travel
0: I really want them to include the portal stones
2: I just want to see a grom that's all I don't I don't need the flicker 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 like if they just say like oh I, I saw my life i saw Mm -hmm. a thousand of my lifetimes Mm -hmm. and be all shaken up about it i would be okay with that
0: i think you could do that like just because it's like hi brother dan hello Mm. just because it takes up so much space in the book does not necessarily mean that they would have to do it in the same way in the tv show like I think there's a way of being able to show it as being, like, traumatizing without... I don't know. I mean, you have... Doesn't Matt, like, vomit once they, like, kind of get after all settled the... after? Yes. Yeah. I so. so. He's really I, shaken I... up. Yeah, because you don't... I, I just keep thinking about... We don't about even know when... what he sees. Yeah, exactly. Like, he is, like... He vomits, he grabs at Rand and is like, I would never do that. I would never betray you. And Rand is like trying to comfort him, even though he's also been through like this bizarro alternative streams. You know, so I feel like it could be done. And the only reason I really want to see the portal stones introduced Is because we have that moment in the shadow rising. No. Yes, in the sorry, (laughs) in the shadow rising when Rand takes all the fucking Aiel to the waist using a portal stone, and he does it like really seamlessly. Like you could show how it could go really wrong, and then you could show how Rand has leveled up. And moves an entire mass of people from one location to the other. Mm -hmm. I feel like it could be done.
2: Yeah, I feel it could be done. I just think it's harder to do, to have all of the emotional impact Mm -hmm. that you get with the books and still Mm -hmm. make it work when you only have eight episodes. Right, yeah. I mean, even if they're longer. Yeah, it's... You could do something, like, if we're going to take it a totally different direction, you could have it from Matt's point of view this time, since in the books it's Rand's point of view, Mm -hmm. and see, like, something that really tortures Matt Mm -hmm. and him being affected by this, and kind of, like, seeing how everyone's shaken up afterwards, and then Matt saying, like, I would never do that, I would never do that and rand Mm -hmm. kind of just being like i don't i don't know what what you're saying what you're talking about but Mm -hmm. i think um it's just a time constraint yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it is it would i'm it really is just the thing for like the the transitioning of the aiel and rand and everybody to uh the waist. and I mean the other part about that that's so fun is like when they arrive and um, is it a meese that's waiting for them and she's like Ruark I knew you were going to be here today and he's like how like it's just it shows so many levels of like being able to dream and communicate that the Aeol have This drastic separation from the stone of tear to the waste, and then you could leap straight into all of the good shit that happens
2: once they get there. I agree, I think you've changed my mind a little bit. Okay, okay. (laughs) First, I was like, you know, like I could, I wouldn't be one of those people who is like really, really upset about it, Mm just because I'm trying to kind of like imagine like, you have to cut so many things but yeah now that after listening to you say that I think I'm kind of leaning towards like yeah maybe I really want to see that uh, well let's see what the next one is cool Are you ready
0: for the next one I okay. am ready yes yeah
2: this is from Luke Schwartz and he says which new cast member gave you the best mm. yep that's insert character's name moment in season two filming Ooh. And he says, I think this moment will be the first or second trailer of season two. <gasps> it lives rent-free in my head at all times. Ah!
0: <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, who, do you think it's, who do you think it's going to be? I want it to be Avienda. But with it being Rafe, it might be in a green scene.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I okay i want to say just because i've heard him say how like when they found Kira covney for Elaine mm-hmm. he was like this is Elaine like it's just mm-hmm. her like everything mm-hmm. how she acts even out of character it's her like
1: mm-hmm. there's no
2: doubt about it i love that so I'm wondering if maybe it's her but i don't know if it would she would be the first second of the trailer <laughs> for season two. <laughs> like I think that will be dedicated mm. to one of the bigger mm. characters. Not the bigger characters, but one of the main characters, like Rand, yeah, Wayne, yeah somebody that's gonna like, be. Like our Emmonsfield characters.
0: Yeah. Quickly recognizable. Mm-hmm. For people who've watched like season one at least. Interesting.
2: Mmm. Yeah. Yeah, but he said, oh, oh, but the question is which new cast member, so.
0: Oh, mm mm-hmm. Avienda. I want it to be Avienda.
2: Yeah, yeah. He likes his Aiel. I bet it is. I bet it is Avi.
0: She is a maiden of the spear. And I mean, come on, that scene with Tigraine is just so well done, it's so well done. I love it. If they could do that with like a maiden of the spear who's not pregnant and going through labor <laughs> while fighting. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be even more epic. Like, yeah, give me give me a maiden of the spear moment. That's what I want. And Ooh. have Avienda like Ooh, like have the that would veils up. A really good up. way
2: to draw. Yes. Oh my that would gosh, be very veils, veils up. A good way to draw people in.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, like, when the veils come down, you re- like you realize it's, like, a, a pack of deadly females that have just, like, wreaked havoc in whatever way that they have. Oh, my God. I just gave myself chills. <laughs> 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 slightly, slightly fangirling over the Maidens of the Spear. I'm so excited. Like, they are by far... The group that I'm like, God, if I could just be like any one of the Wheel of Time, I would, I would want to be a maiden of the spear, and there's just.
2: <laughs> well, I kind of like. No I'm way that's thinking happening about for how... me. I'm thinking about how the trailer in the first season was, and mm-hmm. it was mostly all Moraine's voice mm-hmm. and some of Tam as well. Mm-hmm. There was little bits of dialogue, kind of like woven in between Mm -hmm. but I could see the beginning of season two kind of like wanting to kick things off of like action right Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. think as much of a response they had from fans over just this little tea grain moment Mm -hmm. I think maybe some fighting would be a way that they might like start things off with that trailer. So yeah, let's go with let's go with Avienda. I love it.
0: Okay. We're real sad if that's not what it is now. <laughs> we
2: will oh, well. see. Only time will tell. <laughs> okay, this is from Heron Marked, and he asks, mm-hmm. "Why did you guys decide not to make the dagger instant death like the books? How did loyal survive getting stabbed by the dagger?" <laughs> and Rafe says that's a story best told in a setting so Ooh. i think we're gonna get some aesodai healing yeah okay i think we've covered that one though mm-hmm. pretty extensively so next one mm-hmm. this one's from what up i have to ask Gawain. And I guess the lesser brother, Gulad, actually beat Matt in the warder training yard in the show, right? There's no way they lose on screen, is there? Okay, obviously oh. a joke. <laughs> Brave says, like, yes. this is an iconic scene from the book, and we are building to a believable version of it in the show. Yeah. Hopefully. ha.
0: <laughs> oh, those are our chapters for next week.
2: They are chapters for next week.
0: I've already read them.
2: I will gladly read them again. (laughs) Maybe we should leave that one for next week then because, yeah, that's a lot of speculation on how Mm -hmm. that's going to go down.
0: Ooh, yeah, let's do that because it's... I mean, the the other chapters are good, but it's laying out our next steps as well. But I really Mm -hmm. am excited to see what the water yard is gonna look like and I like if that if that moment in the in the teaser is a representation of the, the water yard and like the battle we can be expecting I'm really excited.
2: Same so, yeah. same same. Cool. Let's save that for next okay. week then next one is from Mike Shaw and he asked, Does Matt get to wander in the tower practice yard and do we learn of And he said, Mm. get your origins on. Mm -hmm. So I guess he's talking about the origin stories. Okay, the next one. Which character has a plot change? Which character has his plot Mm. change the most compared to the books? And Rafe says, Matt. But we try to bring the characters back to where they should be at the end of season two.
0: I feel that's a necessity with where things are right now, you know, like, cause we have to figure out what to do with him having remained in Tarvalon instead of going ro- along with the rest of the crew. So right there, his story's already been. Drastically yeah, you have to reinvent rewritten. some things.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So I I can, I can see that that would. I mean, I think that's a necessity. Plus, like you have a new actor and I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't think that that would necessarily create a need to like rewrite the character's plot line, but I can imagine that things probably would have had to have been kind of adjusted maybe like through the script or for like his personality. Like I feel as though the wardrobe for Barney Harris really suited his personality but can you just take that same wardrobe and put it on Donald Finn and have it feel the same? Yeah. I can understand that completely. I totally get that.
2: Okay. Are the Wheel of Time origins canon to the TV show or just a pretty side piece where the stories of origins aren't the mythology used? (gasps) Rafe says canon. Ooh. Ooh that's what i expect though i mean same if you're gonna insert it like (laughs) Mm it better be
0: (laughs) yeah better be like biblical and especially since you have like the flexibility that comes along with it being like a graphic design as opposed to actors and sets and locations and all of those things like there's I'm sure there's a level of challenge and artistic blah, blah, blah around it. What they've done so far is beautiful. I love the artwork of what's already up on Amazon. And if it continues, as it looks like it's going to, I will gladly watch it. Um, And I just think it's going to be so much more flexible to be able to introduce a lot of the things that are going to get people more familiar both with what's coming and what's already been brought out because i'm sure it's going to answer a lot of questions that get brought up in season one and build on to what our understanding of like the world we're in already has oh my god the world building necessary for this show is just insane (laughs) yeah and really Um, seriously kudos to amazon for producing a whole second like side series along with their main series they have seriously invested a lot of artistic talent into this project and it's i think it's really impressive agreed, agreed. yeah i'm very happy with it
2: okay will weaves appear the same in the coming seasons mm-hmm. they're getting a bit of a revamp for season two threads cool. and colors and bears, Ooh. oh my. But no bears. <laughs> like, to hear that. Really mm-hmm. looking forward to that. I never, I wasn't one of those people that ever saw colors. Like, it, that wasn't something that I saw in my head when I envisioned the weaves. So, like, Mm-mm, when they same. didn't have them in the show, I didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. But if they can make things more complex, mm-hmm. love to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I don't really know if I ever even pictured the weaves as they are being portrayed. Like, in a book, you don't necessarily have to have, like, a physical representation of something as it's happening. You can just know that it's happening. And for me, that's Mm -hmm. kind of how it always was. Like, they would do something, but it wouldn't necessarily have, like, Even to a Chandler. Well, to a Chandler it probably looks different. I don't know. The way that it's been done in this show has kind of started to take over some of my vision when I'm reading it.
2: Yeah, me too. I get that.
0: Yeah. The adding of colors will be fun.
2: It will, yeah. Huh. Okay. Huh, Okay. Um, I don't understand this. First off, G&T is... Div- oh, gin and tonic. He was drinking earlier. so mm. First off, that's Divine. Second, I want to know if you get more chances to expand the dialogue more to let us see the characters better. And he says, we always try to. Lots of the ones on scene that didn't get shot or didn't make the cut, but I'm always fighting for them. I think it's where the characters really live or die, and our actors can always deliver when it's just two people in the room talking. Mm-hmm. So more chances to expand on the dialogue, and maybe some, maybe some new dialogue that's not from the books, which I'm okay with. There's a lot of interactions between certain characters that didn't happen in the books where I always mm-hmm. thought like, wow, it would be really cool if this person, Mm -hmm. you know, met up with this person or these two people got to speak alone together.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Same. Very much. I think that's one of the things about the the adaptation that makes it really Mm -hmm. interesting. Because, yeah. you know, we've read the book, so... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's new. It's more.
0: Exactly. that I think that that is one of the things that gets kind of pushed aside by people who want the adaptation to be exactly like they saw it in the book, is, like, when you create something like this, you give people license To take it and run with it sometimes. And so, Mm -hmm. everyone who would do this, I mean, we come up with ideas that we will never, ever, ever see in the show, even if they're brilliant. But they are doing their adaptation, they are doing the cooperation of vision and talent and artistry that is bringing this world that some of us have known for decades to a visual reality. And I think that's glorious. And I really do think that they're like doing the best they can to really speak to the love of the series to the fans and giving us a love for characters that like is totally Neil, like uh, Leandrin, like that Mm -hmm. wasn't expected for us. And so I just, I honestly think they're doing a really good job. I, I think there's a lot to be said about what they're doing and, Yeah, this is their adaptation, and it's kind of exciting. Maybe in like 10 years, someone will do a different one. That seems to be the trend now. Like, there's a Lord of the Rings thing happening, and I mean, Mm -hmm. who knows? Who knows? Oh, yeah, the Age of Legends movies that are coming out. The Wheel of Time will be around
2: forever. (laughs) That's the the hope. That's the dream. (laughs) Okay, let's see will we see more of the following than one of these cities in season two? <gasps> Kyrian, Tier, Falma. And he says, yes. <gasps> but I don't think that means anything. I think it'll be Kyrian and Falma, which means, well, it could mean two or more. So <laughs> It could be all but
0: three.
2: I, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But I... I feel safer saying it's probably just Falma and Kyrian, because we've seen Falma in the teaser trailer thing. I mean, I'm assuming that was Falma, and we've seen what I think is... Or we've heard about people cast, like Lord Barthanis, who is and so... Mmm. Mmm, that's exciting. I hope they set up the stone of Tear though. I hope that's it, that it's at least set up.
0: Mm. Okay. Um, oh gosh, that's really exciting. Hopper.
2: <laughs> Hopper <laughs> is in season two. Yay! Are My you favorite sticking with wolf. the fun cold opens? Are you sticking with the fun cold opens? Yep, it's our ode to the out of point of view characters in the books, and we will yes. always have them. Yes. What is out of point of view? pov characters out of pov chapters
0: well probably kind it's of like t grain and Logane. like you don't really get their povs but they have cold opens where they're the central character
2: well Loghain eventually has povs but just mm-hmm. the cold opens are ones that are not are moments that aren't point of view from them in the books. Hmm. Which means... They can be very inventive mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the cold opens, which mm-hmm. I like a lot. And mm-hmm. those have been some of my favorite moments
0: of the show. Mm-hmm. Yes, I So now I'm just
2: trying to speculate, like... Maybe that means we don't have a Dome in one because he gets his own POV. Like, mm. maybe it'll be from, maybe it'll be from the Shanchen's Chen's point of view.
0: I still love our idea of it being like a Lord Turok arrival in Falma POV,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like the descention like of the Shan Chen, like just this. I imagine it being like this very militant file of soldiers and creatures and Domine like descending and Mm -hmm. filing their way into Falma. And I just think that that would be I think that would be so cool to put that in there so that, you you know, like once you arrive in Falma later on, that this place has been entirely occupied by... This group of people, this Mm -hmm. destructive, military focused group of
2: people. Okay, I've got a good one for you, Tracy. Ooh, yay, okay. All right, I'm ready. Is the Dark Friend Social gonna be in this show? (gasps) Yes. (gasps) (gasps) Oh my god, how are they gonna do it? How are they gonna do it? See, this is this makes me think like maybe that character with the face covering is Lanfear, and they're at the, dark. (gasps) I like to call it the Shadow Pal party. Shadow
0: Pal, the Shadow Pal, the 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 Shadow Pal party.
2: (gasps) Because I mean, in the books, everyone covers their face like they're all wearing their masquerade
1: Mm -hmm.
2: masks. So like that would make sense if it was Lanfear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or and she's wandering among the, the other Forsaken.
0: Yeah, she's wandering
2: among the gathered dark friends. Yeah.
1: Ooh. And too, she's gonna
2: stand out. You know, that outfit is gonna make you like <gasps> wonder who she is. Because I don't think the others are gonna have such an ornate costume. Yeah. And the symbol on like the little three pointed star is an Age of Legends symbol. So like that makes me think of, like, something very, very old. Mm. Something a Forsaken mm-hmm. would have, not any other normal, lowly, dark <laughs> friend. Hmm. Mm. Okay, I have a cheat question about season one. What was the biggest change in episode eight that was brought by COVID restrictions compared to what you mm. had originally planned? He says, the thing I like the least was we originally had using the wisdom skills she learned in the pilot from Nynaeve mm-hmm. to help her after the channeling of Valdara, but last-minute COVID changes on the day didn't allow for the same amount of touching, so it got switched, and I melted emoji. Aww. But, I mean, that's... I It's understandable. Like, I agree with Rafe here. Like, it was the thing that i like the least as well. Mhm. But it is what it is, you know? You can't <sighs> you know you can't change anything about it, so Mhm. Interesting. Sounds like maybe like CPR or something was give was supposed to be given. I don't know how that could have helped her burns, but mm-hmm. if if it would have kept her heart beating, that would still leave the option for what we had planned out with mm-hmm. a group of I Aes I showing up in the nick of time to, like, heal people.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Man, it really does keep coming back to that, doesn't it? <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's going to be interesting to see what they do if it's not
2: that. I think that wraps it up. Is that all of that? Oh, 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 okay. There was one more. This okay. was a really good one. Ooh, okay. This was an after the fact. So, Maiden of the Spear nice. wrote, Who the hell is this? Daenerys and Wheel of Time. Ha, 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 ha. It's <gasps> the woman or man with dark gray hair and the gray vest and gray undershirt.
0: Yes, yes.
2: And Rafe <laughs> says, No one has gotten it yet. <gasps> and yeah, a lot of people are saying like Laman Domadred, but I don't adhere to that. He would be done mm-hmm. up in fancy clothes. That's yeah, not a Laman. Um, Mm-mm. some people are guessing Varen, Amy's, Mm-mm. um. <laughs> Lessons with Loyal, so that's Geralt of Ruidian. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, a lot of people think maybe some ideal. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I think those <sighs> were all the individuals that we kind of touched on yesterday, too, when we were trying to go through it. Like, Adelaus or Van Vandine, possibly... Um
2: but no brown or green in the outfit.
0: Exactly. Uh the structure around the person, it does look as though there's like a um like a rising sun emblem in like the archway that the person's walking towards. So mm-hmm. is this Kyrian and if it is, what's the time period? Like I think you had mentioned like maybe this is when Moraine is younger.
2: So that's my guess. I'm mm-hmm. this is my guess is it's a flashback, and this would be the Aes Sedai of House Domadrid, and that's why she's in gray like, mm-hmm. gray Aja mm-hmm. or politicking. It's Kyrian, so that's yeah, that's my guess. Yeah, um,
0: the individual still just feels kind of masculine to me. And I don't know why that sits with me because I can still see like, yeah, totally agree. Aja. Oh, God.
2: I just um, had a really crazy. Oh, God. I just what? had a really wild idea. What? What if it's Tom in disguise going you know to kill what? Galdrian?
0: <laughs> I was going to say that yesterday. I was like, this, could this be Tom? But I was like, in he, disguise. he just looks so much smaller than like. The actor that plays Tom, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. That's such a good idea. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Tom.
2: On my way to murder a king.
0: Yeah. Assassin Tom. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What is, I mean, and seriously, would he even have to like, because I mean, he's already got like that long grayish hair in Mm -hmm. like the, the first season. And so if. I mean, I doubt his hair would be that. I don't know. I just don't know. Like, he ditches his his colorful coat at home and just rocks his vest and shirt to go
2: king-killing. Oh, Weekly Wheel News says we think it's Tom. Okay, we're not the only ones who had this idea. Nice. Some people are saying Forsaken. Um... Which one? Yeah, I don't know. It's someone says Nakomi, but I don't know what she mm. would be doing there.
0: Yeah, the location doesn't mm-hmm. feel right for that. Fun idea though. Yeah. It is a puzzling one. I think it's actually kind of my favorite just because it's it's got that Me huge too. question mark attached to it. Like
1: who
2: Me the too. fuck is this? <laughs> I just I I just can't see it as Kyrie and a nobility mm-hmm
0: yeah no neither can I like there there's just too much of a disheveled Based on the appearance. clothing. yeah yeah yeah
2: but I I like is there to okay late obviously <laughs>
0: the, okay is there any chance that it's Lenny.
2: Oh my gosh! No, that would be an Andor though. Right, and but I mean, who's to Camelon. say that this?
0: Who's to say that this isn't in Camelon? Like, is it confirmed is for sure that it's like Kyrian? I mean, we're just speculating. That that it's fancy not design but,
2: is. But I've seen other images where the mm-hmm. door looks like it was actually created for the TV show because normally like in that architecture there wouldn't be a door there. That's just an arch to walk through. So okay. the door looks like something that was constructed for the set. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say if they actually made it for the show, mm-hmm. it will have purpose and how it looks.
0: Yeah, I agree. They they've been they've been intentional and it, it mm-hmm. shows.
1: Mm-hmm
0: interesting yeah i love that nobody's guessed it yet how fun
2: well there's been there's been responses after he wrote that so like Mm -hmm. it could be it could have been guessed and at this point yeah
0: Mm. that's fun that was a good
2: last question it's probably my favorite (laughs) (laughs) But I guess we can wrap it up. Okay, cool, yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. We will continue to release new episodes every Wednesday. We would love if you would subscribe to the podcast, leave us reviews, and share us with your friends in the Wheel of Time community.
0: Let us know what you thought of our content, correct us, send us things we may have missed. You can find links to our email and social media accounts in the show notes. And if you have the Anchor app, leave a voice message for us to play in upcoming episodes.
2: We also have a website where you can find links to our Discord channel, social media platforms, and merch shop. So until next week. Thanks for joining us on the road to Tarvalan.